You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Football coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 always is the number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Uh, let me dig that in. We got uh, this morning to start our show. It was a bad day yesterday, uh, obviously, over in Athens, Georgia, and here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We're going to have Ryan Phillips uh, with the Tuscaloosa Patch, uh, who's been on top of this Darius Miles story. We'll have him on here in just one second. Uh, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll just go. Uh, right to the Yellowwood Hotline. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. He is the founder of the Tuscaloosa Patch. Uh, we always hate to have to talk about stories like this. Ryan Phillips. Good morning, Ryan. Uh, how you doing this morning? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Ryan, you know, anytime a story like this comes out, it's very difficult for you guys as reporters uh, to even have to report on something like this. And then if you leave details out people accuse you guys of covering things up so this is just a tragedy all the way around can you tell us the latest on what's going on with the darius miles well I, I just posted a story this morning uh darius's attorneys released a statement where he's maintaining his innocence looking forward to his day in court uh and you're, and you're right it, it is an absolutely heart-wrenching situation like i've i've been in journalism my whole adult life i'm not sure i could do anything else i've covered more murders than than i can remember but with athlete stories this is so rare you know normally it's a dui arrest or something petty and and that's still by itself when it's somebody that is one of our heroes in society you know that's hard by itself when it's even just a petty crime so i think for a lot of us reporters you know going from that to a capital murder arrest is something that none of us expected um you know, I was standing at the press conference yesterday. I didn't know about it until his name was said. And, you know, w- when they released that, I mean, it was a, just a feeling of shock. You yeah. know, it was like, is this real? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's definitely uh, uncharted, uncharted territory for a lot of us. No doubt. That. Um, I know there was gunfire shot between the two, two uh, automobiles. Uh, were there other players in the... Uh, in Darius Miles' uh, automobile, I, ha- I have nothing to confirm any of that. Uh, all we have right now is what the police have told us, and the two charges that have been announced. Uh, obviously, more could come out, but that—that's all we know right now that's confirmed. Uh, with Ryan Phillips, uh, the founder of the Tuscaloosa Patch, uh, Ryan. Today's a holiday. I don't know what you know normally. Now, this thing happens on a Sunday. These guys will, will go to court and, uh, you know, plead innocent and guilty. Will that happen today, or, or do you know when something like this might take place? 
I would imagine, sometimes they can fast track it. I would imagine if there's going to be an arraignment, it'll probably be Tuesday just because of the holiday, but yeah. uh, I, I've yet to hear. So still, still waiting on that. All right. Anything out of the press conference last night? Uh, I think he's being uh, represented by uh, Bowles, Holmes, and White, LLC. It says uh, William White is uh, his attorney. He's come out and said that they uh, look forward to their day in the court. Anything else, Ryan, about this situation that uh, that you can report right now? Well, I think that what's really important to to clarify for a lot of folks is with the capital murder charge, uh, there's always an enhancement, like an underlying felony, that uh, that gets the charge elevated, and that's because they shot into an occupied vehicle, obviously, or whoever is accused. Uh, you know, both are charged with the same offense, regardless of who pulled the trigger. I think that's really important to clarify. Um, but but right now, I mean, we're just still waiting. It's so fresh. You know, uh, in the news cycle, that that there's really a whole story left to be told, um, and it's not our job as reporters to to make assumptions. Sure. We're not sure. we're not the court uh, here to to find people guilty. But you know, above all else, it's just heart wrenching. This it's is terrible. Three lives who are you know more than likely completely ruined. Not to mention the other lives connected to them. So it's just awful. Uh, and I, I really do. I feel for everybody involved. Uh, especially the victim, um, and, and I, I just hope that there is justice with this case. One last question. This not just about this, but if, if I owned a gun and, and it was registered under my name and we were together, but somebody else pulled the trigger, if it was my gun can, and I didn't pull the trigger, can I still be held liable for something like this? I, I was just curious about this, the law in Alabama. That, that's a great question. I think that probably goes state by state with gun laws, um, and I'm not an attorney, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get paid the little bucks. Um, so <laughs> I, I wish I could give you a definitive answer on that, but I would imagine that there is some kind of culpability with that. Uh, but I would hate to say for, for certain yeah, just I just, not being I, Yeah, I, I didn't know the laws on that. All right, Ryan, tell everybody – uh, where to find your Twitter account, your information there, because I know as soon as anything breaks, uh, you'll have it out there, and they can, because uh, everybody's praying for, a, uh, you know, for a good result here some way, something good to come out of. I don't know what good could come out of it, but how do they keep up with you so they can be on top of the story? Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TuscaloosaPatch.com. Uh, my personal Twitter, where I, I do a lot of stuff, is uh, Ryan. Um uh, on Twitter, and and yeah, we have a free mobile app. Uh, so yeah, any kind of you know support we can get there would be very helpful. So thank y'all. Uh, so let, let me ask you one other thing before you close: Was there gunfire between each uh, each automobile? Yes, there was. Uh, and somebody in the suspect vehicle was also hit. We don't know who that was. Um, they're keeping that kind of close to the vest uh, as the investigations in its early phases. But yes, I think that, uh, that I mean, there was an exchange of gunfire. Um, and it seems, like I said, I, I hate to speculate, but it definitely seems like, uh, the suspect vehicle fired first. Uh, but like I said, that's still, you know, the, the, the information's out on that one. So like I said, I'd hate to be definitive on it. Is, uh, does the police department have any other plans for a press conference today? Anything like that been set up at this point? Uh, I highly doubt it. Those guys have to be run ragged. Uh, we had two murders this weekend. Mm. They've been working around the clock and really should be commended for the work that they've done. Yes. Uh, I know I've known a lot of these guys for years and they, they really are, you know, people of some of the best character, but they have been working around the clock this weekend on those two cases made arrests in both, um, 
So I doubt we have anything in the next day or so, um, unless there's other some other major development. But that's you know still within the realm of possibility. But I hope those guys are getting some rest today. Well, Ryan, I know this is not why you want to be a reporter, obviously, to report on things like this, but it is uh, your job, and sometimes you have to do difficult things in your job, and I appreciate you taking the time uh, to be on with us this morning. If anything uh, pops, maybe we can have you on again to kind of update us on on the latest. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all. Thank you. And there's Thank you. Ryan Phillips uh, with the Tuscaloosa Patch. Uh, it almost seems like you don't even want to talk about sports when you have stuff like this happen. Oh, yeah. It's just so tragic. Yeah, we have not only the tragedy, uh, certainly in, in Tuscaloosa, we have the tragedy in in Athens uh, where, where uh, Devin uh, Willock and Chandler LaCroix uh, were out late, and uh, there was a couple in the back seat. He also was a football player at, at Georgia. Um, had a bad wreck. Um, both of them were killed. He, uh Devin was killed at at the scene, and Chandler was killed on the way to the hospital. Uh, there was another young man and um, girl in the back. Uh, she, the last report, is in critical condition, and um, he is not of the of the four. Is uh, according to reports, is a little bit in a little bit better shape, uh, certainly uh, than she is. So um, we. Hate to report that they had just gotten through uh, with the parade. Uh, not just gotten through, but it was a late. It was a late night deal as well. Anytime you do something after midnight, you're in trouble generally. And uh, it was a late night deal after the uh, uh, victorious parade. And um, certainly, um, it uh, you know, brought very very hurtful to the Georgia people who have gone through an excitement of being a second national champion. So. Um, I will mention two or three other things I do every morning, and um, not that these other things are not more important because they are. Um, Pete Golding is uh, some people are dissatisfied with him. While he was at Alabama, is moving on to Ole Miss. Um, you know that was a, com- a complete defensive staff. It wasn't just Pete Golding, but he's moving on. Uh, there are a lot of rumors about who they're going to hire. Um, the biggest rumor, and that it is a rumor, is that Austin Armstrong, who was at the University of Georgia for a year, a young a young coach, and is the defensive uh, person at Southern Mississippi, is a strong candidate. Outside of that, there are four or five other candidates that uh, that are looked upon to to, to meet, you know, be considered for that. Um, we had Mike Davis on the other day. His son and. Um, Antoine, I guess it was, um, had 510 threes to break that record of somebody else's record of what he's playing. Maybe we can get him on sometime uh, after the season is over with. Um, I will I will mention the games yesterday because I think they're important as we go, and I'll, I'll quickly go through them, and, and Barry and I can discuss whatever uh, we need to discuss. Uh, Kentucky came in, and you could tell in their eyes they were going to play hard, and they played hard, and they played well on defense. Uh, Tennessee, um, three for something, uh, did three for 21, I think, from the threes, best I recall. Uh, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee couldn't buy one, but Kentucky had something to do with that, so Kentucky comes away with 
with a win, and um, they're now a little bit better shape than they have been. Georgia and Ole Miss had a, about a two-possession game, um, back and forth, back and forth, and Georgia pulled that out at Ole Miss. Uh, as you know, Mike White used to be the, I think the coach at Ole Miss, so it was a 62-58 win. Uh, the probably the most disgusting game was Arkansas and Vanderbilt. Uh, they quit playing basketball and tried to bully and push and shove each other, cheap shot each other. Coaches didn't do a very good job of getting them controlling, controlling them. Uh, the, the Arkansas player went to the line and shot seven technical free throws. Uh, in the process of bringing the coaches to midcourt to tell them their decision on on what took place with a foul, um, the Vanderbilt coach, um, in no certain terms, said some pretty strong things to the official, walked about four feet away, took his clipboard and threw it, and was called on to a technical foul there. Vanderbilt, I say all this, Vanderbilt is playing Alabama tomorrow night. So Vanderbilt comes away with a 97-84 win there in a very distasteful game. Uh, Florida had seven more threes than Miami. Miami, uh, Miami, excuse Missouri, pardon me. And Florida won 73-64 there. Of course, we know about Alabama, just uh, 106 wins, 106 points against LSU. It was a cakewalk for Alabama. We can, you know, um, certainly uh, their their guys played, played awfully well. Brandon had, uh, I think it was seven for 11 from the three. A&M... Um, Went to South Carolina, and you would think that South Carolina would be all excited because they had played Kentucky and won at Lexington. They weren't ready to play, and A&M just walked away with them. A&M is the only other team besides Alabama undefeated. I'm not haven't decided how good they are yet, but they won 94-53. Mississippi State, folks, as we talked about, how poor I have, how poor they shot it. From the three, they were 0 for 18. Never made a three. Auburn beats them uh, uh, 69-63. So those are your games now. We'll have the games Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, Alabama, of course, goes to Georgia. All right. Uh, just real quick, we had Ryan Phillips on. If you missed that with Tuscaloosa of Pads, you may replay that at the top of the next hour just for people uh, that missed The only thing I'll say about the Pete Golding situation, um, everybody, not everybody, uh, all you people that uh, wanted him to leave or, uh, or be gone, okay, he is leaving. So there's no reason to say negative things about him anymore. There's no reason to have your little cute jokes on Twitter. Uh, the guy is going. That's what you wanted. Just thank him for his service and move on. I think other coaches, not that they would keep them from coming to Alabama, but it, it's a bad look when you're criticizing well, your coaches. And people look at that and say, man, if I get over there and I don't do well, these guys are going to be all over me. Now, I get it. These people are compensated well. And you say they ought to have thick skin. But the guy's got a family. He's going. It's what you wanted. No reason to be negative about him. Just let him go. And thank you for his service. Yes, Dad, before we get to break. Uh, uh, I think he was uh, – I had thought somebody said he, they were ninth in the country defense-wise. I'm not sure about that. I did want to mention that Zach Selman, uh, who's the big Selman family, uh, who was the deputy AD at Oklahoma and who had spent uh, one year as associate AD at North Carolina prior to that, is going to be – he's a minority person. 
and he is going to be the new athletic director um, at, uh, at Mississippi State University. So, and um, I will also mention that you, most of you know, Barry and I jumped back and forth that uh, the Cowboys and Tampa Bay played tonight at seven fifteen on ESPN and ABC. Uh, the the Bills won, and uh, the Giants won, the Bengals won uh, yesterday. Yeah, and you and I were wrong. Daniel Jones for the Giants played great last night. He, he yeah, played really good, he so give him credit. Great. Royal Cleaners, they'll make life easy for you. Pick up and delivery. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. Well, it's a beautiful uh, golf shirts that you have, the suits, the dresses, the dress shirts. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, give them a call today, 205-391-0034. Get us the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks, some minor congestion on McFarland westbound at US 43 and eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Introducing Total by Verizon. For a limited time, get the Samsung Galaxy A13 for $99.88 at Walmart. 5G based on most first place rankings and metrics. 1H 2022 assessment of 120. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy today, Tuscaloosa's high at 63. Cloudy tonight, a chance of showers after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow and Wednesday, cloudy and mild. Periods of rain are likely both days. Highs very close to 70. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9. Strike was white, it was 18 feet and about a stern line. Second hand from a dealer in Atlanta, I rode up with daddy when he went there to get her. Put on a shine, put Welcome on the motor. Welcome from Great Southern. If you build it, you want to build it to last. If you build it to last, use Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you but doesn't have the yellow tag on it you don't want it. all right joe so i'm an old by the time i'm going to bed these college students are getting ready to go out and my rule would be if there, if i'm after a certain time of day if i'm going somewhere that i think i might need a gun i'm not making light of this is the strip gotten i don't i'm sure you're probably not hanging out on the strip either but uh has the strip gotten that dangerous to where you people think they got to walk around now with guns on the strip? 
Well, you remember they st- about third game of the football season, they shut down the strip uh, for for car traffic late into the night, and and that was one way they tried to kind of uh, control. What, what's going on down there but uh and, and for, to your first sport you're right i'm not hanging out my, a lot down <laughs> the strip uh might have a drink down there or two from time to time but that's about that's about it uh i don't i I, honestly, Barry, I think I, I think when you got such a mixture of, of 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 students from different areas of the country, not all Alabama, not all California, not all New York, just a bunch of different areas, um, people I think grow up in different different ways. I, the, I, what blows my mind is an argument on the strip turns into I'm going to shoot somebody, I'm going to kill somebody, and I, I I don't understand that. Like I, I've been angry before, and I've thought about oh my gosh, I'm going to do I'm going to really hurt somebody, but goodness gracious the uh, to to take somebody's life to shoot a gun at somebody, I mean, you gotta. Uh, I'm pro Second Amendment, but you gotta respect uh, the power of a gun. Goodness gracious, I, I think I think it's it, it's quite a leap to go from we're arguing about a girl or a girlfriend, or we're arguing about you pushed me or I pushed you, and then that turns into gunfire and it turns into somebody's dead and somebody's in jail and awful, awful. awful. Not that the girl was doing anything wrong; she wasn't a student. Uh, she came down from uh, Birmingham uh, just to uh, spend the night with her cousin, have a nice time. Uh, the guy with Darius Miles is not a student here at Alabama, but I guess one of his buddies uh, from D.C. I don't know who, what, just, but you know who you hang out with uh, says a lot. Dad, um, Nate Oates has a press conference today. Uh, he always has a press conference scheduled the day before a game. Obviously, he's going to have to address this. The university got out in front of it. Uh, they immediately took him off uh, the roster immediately. Uh, removed him from the University of Alabama, so he's no longer a part of the basketball team or the University of Alabama. Um, and we'll let the facts come out, whatever they are. And, um, and, but as a coach here now, and I know you've never dealt with something, uh, like this. And, and so I'm sure that's their, their buddy, uh, who's in a tough spot there. So the furthest thing from their mind is basketball. Um, and they got a game tomorrow. Just how does Nate Hoats kind of handle this with this team? It's, it's a difficult deal. Well, I think he just handles it in a way that he thinks is the best through thinking it through, which would be that uh, they have taken him off the list. He had a bad ankle. He had been away from the basketball team on a, on a personal issue um, prior to uh, all of this. So really, truly, he really hasn't been a person that they were counting on to play basketball for him. Um, he did, I think, did dress out, but uh, did not participate in. It. You know, we get all these rules where where players uh, need to do what they want to do. They need to be able to transfer. They need to. Be, and it, this started back when I was there. When we had the athletic dormitory, Paul Brown Hall, and they had decided the NCAA that that was certainly infringing on the rights of the other students who didn't have that. Um, the difference is that these people played football and basketball and were involved in the sport and need to be in and need to be checked. Um, was Paul Bryant Hall perfect? No. But it is a place for these people to stay and behave themselves. And Jack Rutledge did a great job there. But my point is, and I'm not meaning to go back a long time ago, but as, as we take away the, as we, as we add to the, the, 
privileges that players have. Uh, they also have to have discipline. And we have lost some of our discipline um, because we're not able to check these kids anymore. The coaches are not because they're in different, you know, you can put them in different places, but uh, at the same time, it, it's certainly not the the atmosphere that you would prefer for your players to have at certain places. Now, sometimes the atmosphere is fine for your kids. Uh, those those kids behave themselves, but when you have somebody that that is, you know, the atmosphere is, is not good, then we lost that some time ago when we lost athletic dormitories. Yeah, uh, Joe, I don't know your feelings on this. I, I think the athletic dormitory is almost like the sororities or the fraternities. These people are all living together. They have a uh, an adult. I know the sororities do that lives at the house. Uh, so it's only gonna, it's not going to get out of hand there. And I've always felt like, and in I'm in telling uh jack this what you will when you go to auburn or i tell guys that go play sports you better be hanging around the people and doing the, the people that got to do what you do if they got to get up and, and work out at six in the morning those are the guys you want to be living with you live with the guys that don't have class till one and you got a 6 a.m workout guess what those guys don't care that you got a 6 a.m workout and you'll tend to follow what they do is loud there. So, you know, that's another reason all these football players and basketball players, whatever, they're having to, to get up and go to practices. Do the, and so they're all kind of doing the same thing, and that's okay. Uh, and so them being together, I think, maybe could help, you know, with some of the stuff that goes on at night. Uh, obviously, uh, the sororities can do it. They all can live together. So why can't the athletes do it? I just don't really understand that rule what you're talking about there uh and i agree with you and it's it's a bonding experience for them and it's a way to kind of keep track of everybody there and uh keep everybody doing what they're supposed to do and um the days that they get rid of the dorms and all i I don't think it was good for for athletics uh maybe you're a senior let them go live wherever at that point but uh i don't know we'll see all right we'll take a break here we'll get ben roberts in with the lexington Harold uh, there covering Kentucky, uh, the University of Kentucky. We'll talk a little back SEC basketball with Ben when we get back from break. Two men in a truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, or out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today, 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck. Movers who care. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Pete Golding is leaving Alabama to become the next defensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Golding has been with the Alabama program since 2018. Brookwood High School will be hosting the Martin Luther King Junior Day Classic, a basketball challenge that will feature multiple basketball teams from West Alabama high schools. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the town to Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks, some minor congestion on McFarland westbound at US 43 and eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. When choosing a wireless provider, you're forced to compromise. But what if you didn't have to? What if you could get reliable service without a contract and save money? Introducing total themselves and others. Find out where you can get the COVID vaccine today at alabamaunites.com. Please get vaccinated. If you have symptoms, also get tested for COVID-19. Alabama Unites Against COVID. Sponsored by the ADPH, the ADA, and this station. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room, Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com. You're looking for uh, decking, columns, fence products, deck acts, exciting, whatever you need. Also, the outdoor living section there has a uh, download, the ebook, the backyard building tips, and the inspirational galleries there. Go to yellowwood.com for the dealer that is close to you. And always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, we'll talk a little hoops. We'll go all the way up to Lexington, Kentucky. And get Ben Roberts in with a Lexington Herald. If you want to give Ben a follow, it's at Ben Roberts HL. Good morning, Ben. How are you? How you doing? Hey, Ben. Good. Yeah, good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we appreciate you. Okay. Appreciate you being on. Um, starting the year, I thought Kentucky came out with a with a mindset you could sit in their eyes to play as hard as they could, not knowing what they were going to do, but um. Is C.J. Frederick starting for him now? Yeah, well, he, uh, you know, they had to, they had to kind of reshuffle the lineup with Xavier Wheeler being out uh, with the shoulder injury Saturday. Yeah. Uh, something he heard in practice was a little bit of a surprise, so they reshuffled yeah. the added back and, and brought C.J. back in. He'd been out with a finger injury for three games. Uh, you know, I don't know what Cal's going to do because that. That lineup, especially once Antonio Reeves got in the game, worked out pretty well. Um, obviously, Stavier is a is you know was preseason first team All SEC point guard. So Cal's you know got some got some roster decisions to make whenever whenever Wheeler gets back healthy. Uh, I thought this is a, was a basketball team that uh, you know such a disappointment loss at uh, with uh, South Carolina, but really kind of pull their heads back, and, and Cal hung in there with them. And I thought they played awfully hard, and um, you know they, were, they did a great job, I thought, defensively. Talk about talk about this mindset of this team in the locker room and as they get ready to play. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was uh, I went back last – I went back 50 years last night because I could not think of anything close to a two-game swing. Um, you know, throw out the loss to Alabama, the blowout loss down there. Um, you know, to lose to that South Carolina team, which is one of the worst in, in major conference college basketball, and to come back and win at Tennessee, 
I couldn't find one any anywhere close to it. Going back, going back to uh, you know Joe B. Hall's first season at Kentucky. Um, so it's you know that is one thing uh, talking about the mindset that this team never really seemed to lose. And Jacob Toppin talked about it after the Tennessee game. He said, you know, some teams who go through what happened at Alabama and then obviously losing to South Carolina and some of what happened before, um, you know, they start to splinter, they start to get mad at each other, kind of break up the locker room. And, and by all accounts, that, that never really happened. They, yeah. they stayed on the same page. Now, you know, guys were upset. You know, nobody, especially after the South Carolina loss, uh, guys, guys weren't happy, but they, uh, they kind of came together, had a couple players only meeting and went out there and you're right. Like that, the approach that they brought to that Tennessee game, there was some, you didn't know what was going to happen, especially when they got down eight Oh, but they played with a different, uh, they just seemed more engaged. They seemed more locked in. And if you want to go back and watch that South Carolina game, the team defense was absolutely terrible whether it be communication or just lack of connectivity or whatever it was. And, and that certainly wasn't the case down in Knoxville. Let me ask you one question, Barry Habit. Um, at, the, at the players-only meeting, who is the guy that stood up and ran the show for, for Kentucky? It sounds like it was a group effort, which is something you probably want to hear. I asked, I asked Jacob that, that question, actually, and he said that, and just from talking to some of the other guys, that Jacob talked a lot. Lance Ware, who's a backup uh, big man, talked a lot. Xavier Wheeler talked a lot. Uh, I know C.J. Frederick uh, is, is pretty vocal in the locker room. And all four of those guys are, you know, 22, 23 years old, which in the past with these Calipari teams, you don't often see. A lot of times when these teams are having a, you know, having a tough time finding their way, you're talking 18, 19 you know, sometimes 20-year-olds, and, and there's not a whole lot of leadership because everybody's kind of got punched in the face and feeling the same thing. Um, you know, this time around, they've got a lot of guys who, who can who can be vocal and, and, that, and that other guys will listen to. I think that's the biggest thing is, is they kind of have each other's respect. And so if somebody speaks up, uh, it sounds like everybody's listening. Uh, we're talking with Ben uh, Roberts of Lexington Herald. Uh, ben, talk a little bit about Mitch Barnhart. And John Calipari's relationship, uh, you know, people say they need to come out public about whatever. How is the relationship? Do you know? And two, what kind of contract, when you say a lifetime contractor, is that what Cal has? Tell me about the relationship there and then about uh, Coach Cal's contract. Yeah, you know, I don't know how to compare it to other relationships around the league. I think, uh, you know, when you have somebody with a personality and style as, uh, as bombastic as, as John Calipari, um, and then somebody is, is low-key and kind of, I mean, behind the scenes is Mitch Barnhart. You know, we only, it seems like we only get to talk to Mitch about once a year. Uh, I don't think I'm exaggerating. when, when it, That's how infrequent it is. And, you know, he'll come to games and he'll chat with you at games, but as far as, like, actual interviews, him getting in front of cameras, taking questions. It does not happen very often. So, you know, you combine those two personalities, you know, I, I think they're not going out to dinner, you know, they're not going on vacations together, that kind of thing. Um, as far as the depths of the relationship, you know, I, I think it kind of goes in ebbs and flows. Uh, you know, I know, I know Bart Hart always been very supportive of, of all of his coaches, but he's not the type of guy that, you know, is, is taking everybody out to dinner or, uh, or doing stuff, you know, away from work with, uh, with, with, with too many of his coaches, if any. Um, the, the contract, he signed it in 2019. 
It was is it's in actuality a ten year contract. It goes through the the twenty eight twenty nine season. Um, it's got a big buyout, so like it, it's a seventy five percent buyout of what's owed. So after this season, he's still got six years on it, and I believe it's fifty three million dollars over those six years, uh, eight and a half the next two, and then uh, and then nine a year the last four. So you're looking at if you wanted to buy him out after this season, it would be forty million dollars. And it it doesn't drop too much. <laughs> you know, it, it goes from about thirty five million and thirty million and so on as the years dwindle down. So he's, um, you know, it's not a lifetime contract, but but he's here basically as as long as he wants to be here for the foreseeable future. Yeah, uh, some like they're married to each other with a contract like that. With the Kentucky, this is radio talk. The the Kentucky fan. Would they be happy if he if he left and went went somewhere else, or does that change game to game in Alabama? Sometimes it's not about Nick Saban, about the coordinators here. It changes quarter to quarter uh, as to whether they want yeah. to stay or not. What would the Kentucky fan feel if he did up and go to the NBA or go to somewhere like Texas? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's it's always game to game. Um, you know, it wasn't game to game. You know, a few years ago sure. when he had such sustained success you know, over the course of seasons, but here after the nine and 16 season during the COVID year. And then after that loss to, uh, to St. Mary's last or St. Peter's last season, uh, it's, it's really worn on the fan base. I think everybody started this season with really high expectations, obviously number four in the preseason, uh, AP rankings. And then the way it's gone. Yeah. I mean, if you would ask that question, uh, four days ago, I would have probably told you that at least that probably more than half of the fan base not necessarily wanted to see him leave, but would not be upset at all if he did leave. Would be okay, you know. Let's let's see who, what, who the next guy is. Let's get excited for him. Um, you know, win, winning changes a lot of things and changes a lot of minds. And, and you get a win like they got down there uh, Saturday. That that kind of gets people back on the fence that were maybe off the fence or or gets people who were on the fence back on his side. So I, And I think it is going to be a game-to-game from, you know, they go out and lose to Georgia tomorrow night and rough, then they're right, you know, they're right yeah. back in that, that other category. Yeah. They run off four in a row and beat Kansas, then, then John Calipari is the king of Kentucky again. That, that's, that's just how it seems to be going right now. Yep. Uh, who is going to be the starting uh, point guard tomorrow night against Georgia? You know, Cal – is uh i don't i don't know if superstitious is the right word but he likes to stick with things that have worked uh they brought out some uh jerseys from uh the i believe it was the 93 season after they'd slumped uh, a few games ago and, and got a couple big wins in those so he kept wearing them until they lost again and he ditched them uh he, he does that with like what he wears on the sidelines they started wearing suits a couple years ago and 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 ran off a little winning streak kept wearing them and then ditched them again when they lost so even if Savir is healthy, I would not be surprised at all if if Kaysen is the Kaysen Wallace is the starting point guard tomorrow night, and they bring Savir off the bench, and then you know if that formula continues to work uh, going forward, I think Cal sticks with that formula. If you know Kaysen's making bad decisions or teams are finding ways to uh, to get at him, then and, and they start losing basketball games, then I think he's going to switch it back, but. And my guess would be until they lose, uh, he's going to go with something similar to what he did Saturday. Uh, tell our tell our listeners about their upcoming recruiting year, the players they've gotten, and their future, their team for the future. 
Yeah, it, it, they're they're loaded for next season, and that's another kind of interesting wrinkle when when people were talking about wanting Cal to you know go to Texas or want to uh, they can't really fire him because of the money, but but basically you know kind of wanting him gone is he's got three of the top six players, three of the top four players, I think, in the latest rank coming in, plus um, about a guy ranked between ten and fifteen plus an in-state kid ranked around 40, and it sounds like later this afternoon they might get another kid who's going to reclassify into that 23 class who will probably be a, a, a top five-ish player once those rankings get settled. So, you, you know, you're talking about four top five caliber players and then another top 10, top 15-ish guy. Um, DJ Wagner, Aaron Bradshaw, and, and Justin Edwards are, are the top three right now. and uh, You know, a point guard, a small forward, and a center. Rob Dillingham's the, the kid around 10-15. He's a really good scoring guard. And then Reed Shepard is a, is a good combo guard from inside the state. So he's not only does he have a, just an absolutely stacked class, I mean, he's got a, a lock on the number one ranking. Um, nobody can really pass him up at this point. But he's really not going anywhere. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. Well, no. and, and that's the other thing is that, you know, with – and he did this in Memphis. You know, he, he had uh, – Demarcus Cousins and Eric Bledsoe and and John Wall, it sounded like was headed in that direction. Um, that that uh, 9 10 Memphis year, uh, and he brought all those guys to Kentucky. or brought most of them to Kentucky. So a lot of you know the, the speculation was that if he ended up in a place like Texas, a lot of those guys would follow him. Um, so yeah, it, you know, going it, it's going to be a really interesting two months uh, up here. Even you know, not throwing you know, I, I, even off the basketball court. Uh, we're talking with Ben Roberts. Uh, ben, last question here. Uh, you've seen Alabama and Tennessee up close. Um, Alabama's dealing with a tragedy over here now. We'll see how that affects yeah. uh, their team. But uh, if you put that to the side, which is hard to even say, but uh, Alabama uh, looks like clearly maybe the most talented and playing the, playing the best of anybody in the league right now, uh, pretty much by far. Just your thoughts about what you saw with the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair to say. I, you know, I think, you know, forget the league. I think you could put them in the conversation for the country right now, the, the way they've been playing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, see, seeing both up close, obviously the results went different ways. But, you know, Alabama, while they still shoot a lot of threes, I, I feel like this, this team isn't necessarily relying on that as much as some of these previous NATO teams. That They can beat you a lot of different ways with, with a lot of different players. Um, and... They, they, you know, Tennessee, while they can score, you know, we saw Saturday, they can also really get in these funks and, you know, the, these offensive slumps that, that last a long stretches of games. Um, and while they play terrific defense, usually that, I think that's something that, that can really come back to bite you in a single game in, in March. You know, you, a single elimination tournament, you have one game like that, you're out. I don't care who you're playing. Um, Alabama seems a lot more equipped to kind of deal with different matchups, deal with, with uh, you know, maybe a shooting slump here or there uh, in a single elimina- elimination game. So, yeah, you know, asking right now who has the, the best chance to, to make a deep run in, in the spring, I, I would certainly say uh, certainly say the side. No doubt. Dad, uh, anything else for Ben before we let no, him go? No, Ben, I appreciate you being on, and um, we'll keep you on. Uh, Keep you on our mind and calling me from time to time as we go through this thing. Kentucky two and three. You never would have thought that uh, this 
this time of year with you. <laughs> yeah, you need to be. You need to tell Coach Cal if they start losing, just give you one of those suits. If you're if he's that superstitious, <laughs> just tell him that you'll you'll take his suit. I'm sure they're probably expensive suits, don't you think, Ben? They're probably pretty nice ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, thank you, Ben. Appreciate it, Ben. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. There's Ben yep. Roberts with the uh, Lexington Herald, you know, Kentucky Wildcats. Yes. You know, Barry, as I look and try to study this thing all weekend, um, there's certain there's certainly teams that, uh, and I think the best word for me to use is is has the potential to be a national champion. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about, about that, and certainly Alabama, in my opinion, is is really the only. I think. I think uh, Tennessee's potential to be the national champion is somewhat less than Alabama's. I think Alabama has the potential to, to be there. Um, you know, when we look at good teams throughout the country, we think about Kansas. We don't have as we don't have as many. We think about Kansas. We think about Houston. We think about Purdue. The ACC has nobody that's going to be that's going to have the potential to win a national championship. Uh, the Big Ten will have Purdue. Uh, Pac-12 will will have uh, Kansas and Houston, and um, Connecticut fell off, got beat yesterday um, by St. John's. Uh, didn't come out and play as hard, anywhere close to as hard as they played against Alabama when they were ready to play them. UCLA is uh, is good, but not UCLA as you think about being good. So there's always a team that that upsets. You know, it comes in, they get hot at tournament time, and they're they're pretty darn good, but they're not one of the teams that I named. And uh, and that always happens. But uh, it, I, in my opinion, with ACC not having Duke has lost three games, Duke is going to be nowhere in ACC. North Carolina is nowhere in ACC. And um, it's a little bit of a, a sparse group. And Alabama is certainly in that group to, to – uh, after five games, which means nothing, uh, to potentially be a national champion. Yeah, the one thing I would just think about, uh, you know, Auburn last year, everybody, they were rocking and rolling. Everybody, and then they got the worst matchup ever when they played Miami with four guards. And then Alec Kessler, those guys that were doing all the shot blocking, they eventually had to go out on the floor and guard a four-guard lineup, and they couldn't. They couldn't guard them. And so it, it was – a it was a bad matchup for Auburn. Is there a team? If you're Alabama, I don't know who the team is, but is there, or do, and they or can they pretty much match up with everybody because they're not just long; they're athletic too. So they probably wouldn't run into that situation like Auburn yeah. did last year. I, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there's anybody in the league. I think Alabama has a shot to to win the league just about without without losing. You know. The one thing Alabama has is a, they have a very good team. They have a very good schedule. They they don't play Tennessee twice, and they don't play Kentucky twice. And um, that's big. Uh, they will play Tennessee at the end of the year. But uh, their conference schedule, and I know they have to go to Missouri and Vanderbilt game, you got to be ready to play. You have to be ready to play in all of them. But I think Alabama is in, in really you know, great shape to, to be the – the champions of the league this year, round robin wise, but um, just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, I would say the style of player, teams like Connecticut that can get out there and guard those guys on the yeah. perimeter, or the team that beat of Gonzaga that just has a phenomenal yeah. low post score that can. So if you double, he can kick, he can score. They can score with Alabama, but most teams can't. First, you make. 
Go ahead. No, that's okay. First and main condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, energy electric efficient appliances there. The Internet and Direct TV are provided with your condominium. You have 10-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views and easy access to the Riverwalk. Gated community with security cameras and located in the historic district of downtown North Park. Call them today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker in one month of free rent. Also, the location right across the bridge. You're in the downtown Tuscaloosa with all the great shops and restaurants right there. Five minutes to Bryant-Denny Stadium. 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Phone lines will be up at 205-342-9904. At the top of the hour, we had Ryan Phillips on. For you people that slept in this morning, he's with the Tuscaloosa Patch. He has the latest update. Uh, Darius Miles' attorney has put out in a statement. We'll replay. It's about a five-minute interview. We'll play, replay that at the top of the hour. We listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks or minor congestion on McFarland westbound at US 43 and eastbound at Rolene in Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring. These- Stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Work is a part of all of us. We know that the world around us has changed. And that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy today, Tuscaloosa's high at 63. Cloudy tonight, a chance of showers after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow and Wednesday, cloudy and mild. Periods of rain are likely both days. Highs very close to 70. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, Alabama One. Go to www.alabama1.org. Today they will be uh, closed for Martin Luther King Day, but back open tomorrow. But you can use the website to get any of uh, your things started there, whether it be uh, mortgage, credit card, car loan, whatever you need. Alabama One is there ready, willing, and able to help you and with great people there. So I highly recommend Alabama One. All right, Dave, you also tell them about Constant Companion. 
Then we'll take this top of the hour break. We'll come back and then I'll kick it to our interview with uh, with Ryan Phillips. Well, I talk about constant companion all the time because they're outstanding animal hospital. And if you if you have a pet that you got during the holidays or you've had an older pet, uh, if you will go by um, the Narrows, except one fifty the Narrows. Uh, Dr. Foster and I will be glad to help you. Tell me you heard on this show, and they'll give you half price. The number is 635-0313-635-0313-205. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Without those guys, it wouldn't be possible. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to. Also, open the phone lines. Uh, no guests the second hour other than uh, listening to Ryan's interviews. We'd love to have you guys jump in. Uh, with us, 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks, some minor congestion on McFarland westbound at US 43 and eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. How far would you go for your child if they were hurt? How hard would you fight for them? I've been through it. I know that a fighter is what you need. That's why I called Stephen asking you to verify your account and only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Work is a part of all of us. We know that the world around us has changed. And that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. A Town Square Media Station. WTUG HD2 Northport. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance, Andrew Knipper. He is my Allstate agent. Let Andrew become yours. Out at uh, 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Northport. Looking for home, life, auto, condo, insurance. You got that nice uh, ATV or the Polaris for uh, for Christmas and you need to get all your toys insured. Let Andrew take care of you. He does it for me. Give him a call today for the free estimate, 205-722-9201. All right, at the start of the show, I know a lot of people uh, slept in. Schools are out today, uh, but we did uh, have to 
report about the Darius Miles situation. Not something anybody likes to talk about. There's not a ton of facts out right now. But we talked with Ryan Phillips, uh, who was the founder of the Tuscaloosa Pats, to get the latest information. Um, Darius has an attorney now who's put out a statement. So we're going to replay our interview with Ryan about six minutes, six, seven minutes. And then we'll get back to your guys' phone calls. We got one call holding, but some lines holding here. If you want to jump in, we could take you right at the interview, 205 342 9904. So, Joe, let's go to right to Ryan Phillips. What do you have to say to us this morning at 7 a.m.? We're going to have Ryan Phillips uh, with the Tuscaloosa Patch, uh, who's been on top of this Darius Miles story. We'll have him on here in just one second. Uh, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll just go. Uh, right to the Yellowwood Hotline. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. He is the founder of the Tuscaloosa Patch. Uh, we always hate to have to talk about stories like this. Ryan Phillips, good morning, Ryan. Uh, how you doing this morning? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Ryan, you know, anytime a story like this comes out, it's very difficult for you guys as reporters uh, to even have to report on something like this. And then if you leave details out people accuse you guys of covering things up so this is just a tragedy all the way around can you tell us the latest on what's going on with the darius miles well I, I just posted a story this morning uh darius's attorneys released a statement where he's maintaining his innocence looking forward to his day in court uh and you're, and you're right it, it is an absolutely heart-wrenching situation like i've, I've been in journalism my whole adult life i'm not sure i could do anything else i've covered more murders than than i can remember but with athlete stories th this is so rare you know normally it's a dui arrest or something petty and and that's still by itself when it's somebody that like is one of our heroes in society you know that's hard by itself when it's even just a petty crime so sure. i think for a lot of us reporters you know Going from that to a capital murder arrest is something that none of us expected. Um, you know, I was standing at the press conference yesterday. I didn't know about it until his name was said. And, you know, w when they released that, I mean, it was a, just a feeling of shock. You yeah. know, it was like, is this real? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's definitely uh, uncharted, uncharted territory for a lot of us. No doubt. That. Um, I know there was gunfire shot between the two, two uh, automobiles. Uh, were there other players in the uh, in Darius Miles' uh, automobile? I, ha I have nothing to confirm any of that. Uh, all we have right now is what the police have told us and the two charges that have been announced. Uh, obviously, more could come out, but that, that's all we know right now that's confirmed. Uh, we're with Ryan Phillips, uh, the founder of the Tuscaloosa Patch. Uh, Ryan, today's a holiday. I don't know what, you know, normally... Now, this thing happens on a Sunday. These guys will, will go to court and, uh, you know, plead innocent and guilty. Will that happen today, or, or do you know when something like this might take place? I would imagine, sometimes they can fast track it. I would imagine if there's going to be an arraignment, it'll probably be Tuesday just because of the holiday. Yeah. But uh, I, I've yet to hear, so still, still waiting on that. All right. Anything else out of the press conference last night? Uh, I think he's being... Uh, represented by uh, Bowles, Holmes, and White, LLC. It says uh, William White is uh, his attorney. He's come out and said that they uh, look forward to their day in the court. Anything else, Ryan, about this situation that uh, that you can report right now? Well, I think that what's really important to, to clarify for a lot of folks is with the capital murder charge, uh, there's always an enhancement, like an underlying felony, 
that uh, that gets the charge elevated, and that's because they shot into an occupied vehicle, obviously, or whoever is accused. Uh, you know, both are charged with the same offense, regardless of who pulled the trigger. I think that's really important to clarify. Um, but but right now, I mean, we're just still waiting. It's so fresh, uh, you know, uh, in the news cycle that, that there's really a whole story left to be told. Um, and it's not our job as reporters to to make assumptions. Sure. We're not sure. we're not the court uh, here to to find people guilty, but. You know, above all else, it's just heart-wrenching. This is three lives who are, you know, more than likely completely ruined, not to mention the other lives connected to them. So it's just awful. Uh, And I I really do. I feel for everybody involved, uh, especially the victim. um, And and I I just hope that there is justice with this case. One last question. It's not just about this, but if if I owned a gun and it was registered under my name, and we were together, but somebody else pulled the trigger. If it was my gun can, and I didn't pull the trigger, can I still be held liable for something like this? I, I was just curious about this, the law in Alabama. That, that's a great question. I think that probably goes state by state with gun laws, um, and I'm not an attorney, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get paid the little bucks. Um, so <laughs> I, I wish I could give you a definitive answer on that, but I would imagine that there is some kind of culpability with that. Uh, but I would hate to say for, for certain yeah, just I not just, being I, Yeah, I, I didn't know the laws on that. All right, Ryan, tell everybody uh, where to find your Twitter account, your information there, because I know as soon as anything breaks, uh, you'll have it out there, and they can, because uh, everybody's praying for, a, uh, you know, for a good result here some way, something good to come out of. I don't know what good could come out of it, but how do they keep up with you so they can be on top of the story? Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TuscaloosaPatch.com. Uh, my personal Twitter, where I, I do a lot of stuff, is a uh, Journo Ryan um, uh, on Twitter, and and yeah, we have a free mobile app. Uh, so yeah, any kind of you know support we can get there would be very helpful. So thank you. Uh, so let, let me ask you one other thing before you close: Was there gunfire between each uh, each automobile? Yes, there was, uh, and somebody in the suspect vehicle was also hit we don't know who that was um they're keeping that kind of close to the vest uh, as the investigations in its early phases but yes i think that uh that, I mean, there was an exchange of gunfire um and it seems like i said I, I hate to speculate but it definitely seems like uh the suspect vehicle fired first uh but like i said that's still yeah the the, the information's out on that one so like I said, I'd hate to be definitive on it. Is uh, Does the police department have any other plans for a press conference today? Anything like that been set up at this point? Uh, I highly doubt it. Those guys have to be run ragged. Uh, we had two murders this weekend. Mm. They've been working around the clock and really should be commended for the work that they've done. Yes. Uh, I know, I've known a lot of these guys for years, and they, they really are you know, people of some of the best character, but they have been working around the clock this weekend on those two cases. Made arrests in both. Um, so I doubt we have anything in the next day or so, uh, unless there's other some other major development. But that, you know, is still within the realm of possibility. But I hope those guys are getting some rest today. Well, Ryan, I know this is not why you want to be a reporter, obviously, to report on things like this, but it is uh your job and sometimes you have to do difficult things in your job and i appreciate you taking the time uh, to be on with us this morning if anything uh pops maybe we can have you on again to kind of update us on on the latest thank you ryan yeah absolutely thank y'all thank you there's thank you. ryan phillips uh with the tuscaloosa patch uh,
it's almost seems like you don't even want to talk about sports when you have stuff like this happen. Yeah. It's just so tragic. All right, and there that was uh, this morning about seven oh five. We had Ryan in, so I know uh, Joe and those guys will stay on top of it. Uh, if anything breaks, they'll. Uh, put it out uh, on the website there and also have it on all the shows uh, this morning. All right, uh, we'll we'll try to pivot uh, from that. It's hard to pivot from that and talk about sports, but uh, we'll get to the uh, Andrew Kniffer hotline and bring Philip in the show who wants to talk a little bit about Buck Johnson. Uh, okay. Good morning, Philip. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, tough morning, but I, I do want to Talk about a fun memory, and uh, I, I, I would imagine Coach Sanderson uh, remembers this quite well. But the game Saturday with Brandon uh, being so hot and, and going off like he did <clears throat> reminded me a lot of um, a game that we had against Florida down in Alligator Alley when Buck played. I think Buck may have been a junior. But Wimp, uh, Coach Wimp, I, I don't want I, I hate to just respect you by calling you Wimp. Coach Wimp fans, and I, I'd like to say, I think Buck had like 36 points in the first half, and I think he finished with like 42. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I don't remember exactly the, the point point uh, scores, but uh, I know he had a great great game down there. It's been a long time. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, I think he did. I think he had about 36 points, and I think Alabama – I think Alabama held on and won that game too, and that was a always a, a tough place to play a game. But that reminded me a lot that Saturday of that game. But uh, Brandon's a special talent. His his competitive zeal and edginess is something that you know you just can't coach. And I think the, I think his teammates feed off that. Yeah, he uh, he's a, a kid that. Uh... Uh, stays in the game even when he's not playing well. If you'll if you'll note uh, a couple of games, Houston game was was one of them. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of games that uh, things didn't go well for him the first half, but he was able to to you know he didn't pout and mope or cry. They they took him took him out for a few minutes, but uh, came back the second half and played very well. So he's a he's a real competitor that that really uh, is able to slide through the. the quarters or the halves that uh, he doesn't do quite as well and uh, you know the defensives double team him keep the ball off of him as much as they can double team him when he gets it so um it's, it's a difficult uh you know a difficult least first half generally for him and uh he usually gets started pretty well in the second half very good player well i think alabama's gonna be fine i think they're gonna have a good year and um um and um just wish them all the luck in the world going forward. And I love y'all show and hope you have Thank a good you. day. Thank you, Phil. Thank Great you. Call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was laughing. I was, I had been kind of beating the drum, Joe and dad, that Alabama had stopped taking so many threes. And then all of a sudden they look up and they, they had taken 21 threes in like the first 10 minutes or something. They shot 54 for the game. They were 20 yeah. for 54 now. Uh, the announcers kept saying, well, they just didn't think LSU could score with them. And so they were going to take it to a number that LSU couldn't get to. Uh, do you think that was the case there? Is that why they were taking so many uh, threes? Because they wanted to get the number up to to an area where LSU couldn't go. Then they just happened to make so many of them with Brandon going seven for eight. Now, Riley Griffin was uh, two for eight, but Quinley was four for eight. Uh, what caused them to take? 
54 threes. That hadn't been the normal deal this year, though. Well, it hadn't been, but uh, I think they backed in there on some on Charles a little bit and started to keep the, the drill pass from coming in. And when you when you back off and and um, you know kind of contain and but you don't really get out to them. I don't think that they. I didn't see all of that game. I switched back and forth. Uh, uh, you know, they, they didn't get to them. They had the shots, and of course, they're they have the okay to to shoot it when they're when they're open and shoot it when they're not open. Sometimes, so they had one of those afternoons that uh, they were red hot, uh, taking nothing away from Alabama. Most of you uh, realize that LSU because you have to go down there to play, uh, but LSU came in with no players at all. And had uh, they got some players from Murray, and uh, coach is a good basketball coach, and and will eventually get that program going. But not trying to take anything away from what Alabama did because they played ter- terrifically well shooting the basketball. But it was an undermanned LSU team, no doubt about that. Yeah, and, uh, I think it's one twelve games. But uh, once they got into the SEC, now they are one and four with a lot of other teams. To be quite honest with uh, you, they were so. careful with their with their with a non-conference schedule. Yep. All right, Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1970. They let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off your initial Pest control service. Phone lines are open 205 342 9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks or minor congestion on McFarland westbound at US 43 and eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Four coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy today, Tuscaloosa's high at 63. Cloudy tonight, a chance of showers after midnight, the low at 58. Tomorrow and Wednesday, cloudy and mild. Periods of rain are likely both days. Highs very close to 70. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, www.alabama1.org. We'll tell you all about their 
products and services later on in the show. Get to the Alabama One Hotline and bring Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Morning. <clears throat> morning, Coach. How are y'all? We're okay. Okay. Thank you. Good. Uh, you know, uh, I thought Brandon had a really good uh, game Saturday. And I, I not back up everything everybody said about it, but I'm going to throw this at you. You know, about three years ago, we go to Baton Rouge. John Teddy did the same exact thing to LSU. I mean, everything he put up for three went in, in the basket. And we were so far ahead that uh, when John finally missed one, the crowd in Baton Rouge gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> when he finally missed one? When he finally missed one. Yeah. And I think he had like 25 points in the first half. I mean, he was burning the freaking net down. And I mean, you could have heard a pin drop in there. And it was a packed house because they, they were thinking he was an opportunity to beat. Alabama did something, and he come in there and laid it on them like that. Oh, it was so funny. I could not believe it. Of course, everybody forgot it as soon as it was over. Yeah, Brandon Miller was more impressive is he got 31 points, but you know how many minutes he played? 24. Uh, 24 wasn't <laughs> yeah. So 24 points in 31 minutes. I mean, tw- 31 points in 24 minutes is uh, being, being productive, uh, Tom. Yeah, well, John didn't play much more than that because we we won by like a hundred something to seventy, and uh, John didn't play out the whole game. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Hey, I tell you what, you watched Kentucky and Tennessee. We did. Um, I had a Coach Max team. We had a we had a game. We won ten to five. It was a defensive struggle. When I got home, <laughs> yeah, I watched. I watched the game. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I thought Kentucky played great. Hey, Tom, in that game that you're talking about, Tom, uh, John Petty scored 24 points in uh, in 26 minutes. That's right. He was burning it down. They were crying. 105 to 75. Yeah. Huh? 105-75, the tide. Okay. I was close. Yeah. You can't knock me for being that close. That's a hand grenade. Uh, (laughs) Oh, shoot. On top of that. Oh, the uh, Kentucky game, I wanted to ask y'all about that. That woman, to me, is a sad basketball player. And then when uh, when the, the transfer uh, got, you know, the one that hurt his hand got it Saturday was making shots, looked out, Kentucky could be dead. Yeah. Tom, call us back there. We had a terrible connection there. Uh, then we talked to Greg Polinski, and we even talked about it. Uh, how you know, Kentucky still Kentucky, and they're just one game away from getting turned around. But sometimes it's hard to. I'm not saying that Tennessee didn't play hard, but it's uh, sometimes hard to have their attention just by what happened when South Carolina goes in there and beats you like that, and Alabama beats you like that. Did you sense Tennessee wasn't ready, or was Kentucky just that good that night? Well, Tennessee wasn't quite ready, maybe, but I think the biggest thing, you could tell that Kentucky had a players' meeting. Uh, you could pretty much tell it in the eyes of Kentucky when they came out and played. Seaway, instead of trying to play with his back to the basket, faced the basket more. And facing the basket, he got some easier shots, better shots, not shots that were contested. And he got into the game uh, where he didn't get into the game, give Alabama credit, whatever. 
at Alabama. He got into the game. And, um, you know, the point guard situation was, was, was different. And um, actually, Tennessee – Tennessee rolled some in. They rolled out on them. They did. They had a, a tough, tough day. They only made, I think, it was three for twenty-one from the, from three. So uh, you could you could pretty much get an idea. I, I, I never will forget this year. I got a I got an idea before the game started that Connecticut was going to be ready to play Alabama. The two coaches had worked with each other. Uh, I'm sure they respected each other, but wanted to beat each other pretty bad. And you could just tell, even though Connecticut got beat last night, in that particular game, sometimes you can just tell, and you could tell that Kentucky was ready to play. They're still not a great shooting team. They're, st- they're still a team that's going to struggle on the offensive end, but they were very good on the defensive end. And uh, really you know, contested shots, got rebounds, played hard. And, um, you know, it was it was a close one all the way, even even like that, and pulled it out in the in – in the winning minutes of the game, but uh, it was a Kentucky team that was ready to play. It was a Kentucky team that uh, uh, you know came ready to play, and I think I thought that was big. Um, Alabama obviously plays at Vanderbilt. Uh, there's a lot of distractions uh, that are going on. I can't imagine. I mean, these kids were close with Darius Miles. That's kind of their brother, and then they, you know, they see the Twitter. They see him coming out of jail in handcuffs and. All the different uh, things that's swirling around, so you know, and it almost makes it seem like basketball is honestly not even that important, uh, to be quite honest with you. When you're well, dealing with a situation uh, like this, uh, these are 18, 19, 20 year old kids here uh, that had it really rocking and rolling, but their minds are going to be elsewhere now. It's going to be tough to have them ready to go tomorrow uh, at Vanderbilt. Well, you look in the face of that. Of that- Young lady got killed. That little boy holding that little boy, yeah. just absolutely heartbreaking. And and uh, basketball is not that important. It, it, the important thing is to get your lives where you can you can live a decent life without having the worry. And and that that's not going to come about now. Uh, so uh, tough times. People will be, you know anxious to find out exactly what what direction this thing is going to go and we don't know the answer to that but uh to use this long, young lady at, at a young age with a little boy is a is a careless thing and so we'll just have to see how yeah a really attractive girl i had called nate i had called nate after church uh sunday morning not even knowing any of this had happened i hope you don't think i was trying to put, put i was going to try to get him on the show on Thursday, uh, because I knew Thursday was more of a day that he'd have more time. Yeah. Um, and so I, of course, couldn't reach him, but I wasn't, wasn't trying to find out anything. I didn't even know about this, whether that had happened. Yeah. So it's a, um, it's a tragic situation. More of the facts will come out. Um, and then we just try to, you know, uh, not speculate too much on what you know you hear so many rumors when when these kind of things happen and what's rumor what's true and what to report and what not to report hopefully the facts will come out but the but you're right the 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 girl and the little boy it's just it'll grow up without a mother that's just tragic uh and that's not going to change uh, regardless is of what that, is that strip there Barry where where I used to go to church there across from those places is that right down 
right down University Avenue, past the stadium. Yeah, so you go down and right there where the Publix is, it's kind of considered a strip, and it's actually, I think the turn, Joe, right past uh, – there's Gray Street when you're going down right past Publix. That next turn, if I believe, is is that right? Gray Street. Yeah, two more, two more. It used to be Sur and Thailand. It used yeah, to be right there, but it's turned, it changed into a different. So Gray Street car. was close, yeah, right there, close to the gas station. Yeah, where that okay. is it? Texaco yeah. Chevron. Yeah, it's everybody knows what we're talking about. But really, really, that gas station juts out. That's Gray Street. I just don't. I just don't understand why people walk around those areas with guns, uh, with alcohol guns. Man, it's just aren't a, you there just to have a good time? Yeah. And just, say, hey, buddy, roll tide. Yeah, if you got to go somewhere where you think you need a gun, then you probably need to stay home. All right, Dad, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we get to break. Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys, uh, that are outstanding attorneys and people that know the law and know the changes in the law. and They'll know about the law and the changes in this law. And uh, they'll be happy to help you if you have a problem. All you have to do is call them at 345-1234. They'll visit with you on the telephone. You'll go over exactly what uh, your pro- problems are or uh, feeling like that, uh, you know, somebody's coming after you, or and, that, and that's the right way to do it. And then after that, if you need to go further with it, then you go by 701 Rice Mine Road and sit down with them and visit with them uh, about the problem that you have. Uh, 345-1234, easy number to remember. Is the number, and so if you if you have a problem, uh, hopefully you don't. But if you do, then just give them a call at Prince Clever and Hayes. And while I'm mentioning that, I'll also mention uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital, where they'll give you a half price if you'll tell them you heard it on our show. Six three five zero three one three. That animal is taken care of. Doctor Foster and his group will do a good job. Joe, anything brewing up in uh, Ohio? Stacy C.J. Strauss still. Has not put his name in the draft. Don't they have till the 18th? Is that correct? I think today's the deadline. Today is I the hope day. he doesn't Look go. it up and see what the deadline is. Is he is he waiting on NIL money? Like, let's see how much he's going to come in. Uh, it's interesting there because he'd be a top 20 pick, wouldn't he, Joe? C.J. Stroud? He's a top five pick, and the deadline is today. <laughs> and we're hoping he doesn't go. Oh, please stay. Why? Why? Because if he doesn't go, Barry, the, the the value of the number one overall pick jumps immensely because the only quarterback in this draft worth taking becomes Bryce Young. Oh, you're talking about the Bears trading the pick. So if CJ goes, then you have two quarterbacks at the top of the draft, and eh, if I don't get one, I can get two. But if he stays... So you're looking uh, at this as a Bears fan. That's how I look at everything. <laughs> the Bears. You got hey, you got your general manager. Yeah, y'all got the guy from the Big Ten, right? Kevin yeah. Warren is a great businessman. He is. Hell yeah, he's a great businessman. Okay. All right. Okay. So, about to close the deal on Arlington Heights. How many games have y'all won since he took the job? Well, he played. Well, he, he, he played, played zero games. <laughs> oh no, he's kidding. Honeymoon. He's on the honeymoon. <laughs> haven't haven't played, a, yeah, haven't played that, any games. That was a little point I was trying to make, and y'all didn't catch it. Um, well, I thought the NFL games were good yesterday. They were. They were good. And tonight, a lot of pressure. I'm, I'm five for five on my picks. If the Bucks no, win, tonight's going to be – tonight, uh, and I don't, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I think they'll probably win. Who are you for tonight, Joe, Brady or the Cowboys? Can they both get swallowed into a black hole? I guess I'll be pulled. I'll, I'll be for the Cowboys, but I picked the Bucks on the air on Friday, so I'll be really for the Bucks. You know why I'm gonna 
pull for the Cowboys? Because I don't want to hear Stephen A. Smith. He laughing about the Cowboys losing. They'll fire Mike McCarthy if they lose. Ah, oh, come on. You just a tied 100 point. The phone lines are open. 205-342-9904. You just a tied 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide sports update. Pete Golding is leaving Alabama to become the next defensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Golding has been with the Alabama program since 2018. Brookwood High School will be hosting the Martin Luther King Junior Day Classic, a basketball challenge that will feature multiple basketball teams from West Alabama high schools. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Let it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the town to Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks or minor congestion on McFarland westbound at US 43 and eastbound at Lurleen in Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Four coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Mention this, miss, mention this, Barry. Mention it. Because uh, I never know if I'm on or not. Really, I said it that way, the way I said it. Um, the whiteouts that are leaving Alabama, which we haven't talked about, um, a lot of speculation there. My personal opinion is uh, a little bit of the uncertainty of how much uh, they have that's going to throw the football well. Uh, your quarterback that some people think, I don't know if will stay there at quarterback or not, but the uncertainty of throwing the football uh, as much as they threw the football this past year, uh, the opportunity, a Harold kid from Louisville who decided to get out, um, just announced yesterday the day before, makes the fourth or fifth wide out that is 88 and out the gate. And I think when Alabama goes to the transfer portal, uh, if they're not sad, and I think they've gotten some really good freshman kids. I mean, I have to go to the transfer portal. But I, I think the uncertainty a little bit of what's going to take place with the quarterback situation was partly the cause of these guys putting out. Yeah, then let's let's talk a minute about um, Nick Saban's already hired Austin Armstrong. from. He was a defense coordinator. He did hire him. Yeah, he's not going to be the coordinator. He's going to be the linebacker coach. Now, he was the defense coordinator at uh, Southern yep. Miss. Um, so he's I think gonna... I think one thing, too, Barry, as you, as you mentioned, I didn't know if it, I said 
beginning of the show, I thought he would hire him, is that by not naming a coordinator, you don't have any, you don't know exactly who to fuss at if you're a fan. <laughs> that's, that's so true. Yeah, but they're going. I mean, he's not going to be the coordinator. He's going to be the linebacker coach, we believe. Uh, so the defensive coordinator and my computer just froze. I was pulling up these guys. Glenn Schumann is the guy that's the co-defense coordinator. Yeah. Uh, over at Georgia, he was here at Alabama as an analyst. Has kind of grown at Georgia. Knows that defense inside and out. Um, would that be a direction that you think that the coach – coach probably knows he's going to hire. It's just a matter of – I think it probably it's a direction. I think I think he's a little bit of a um, – I, I don't know him, so I won't say. Joe, you said probably loyal to Kirby, but, I mean, come on. I don't know what he's making over there, but you're getting your defense coordinator $2 million. Schumann's got to be a young guy. Yeah, he is. You can't tell Nick Saban no. You can't come over here and well, not Glenn run. Schumann and I actually were uh, freshmen together on the uh, working for the football team as student assistants. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yep. How old is Schumann? He's thirty. He's a little bit of a hard hard nosed guy, isn't he? He's thirty three. He's my, we're, we were freshmen together. Well, what kind of personality? I, I have an idea what kind of personality he has, but I'm afraid to say because I don't know it for sure. What kind of personality he got, Joe? Well, uh, third. 15 years ago, uh, for 14 years ago, uh, he was a yes man. I mean, he was, uh, uh, committed, committed. To, he was very committed to the job. Um, I think, uh, I mean, 15 years ago, I mean, that's, that's a caveat. I, I haven't talked to him in 15 years. Uh, okay. You're, you're not a good. Yeah. Good I mean, I just, we, 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 you're we, being honest. We were children. Like I was yeah. not the same person. I'm, I'm sure he wasn't either. Uh, but, but he, he, he knew what was going on and I didn't, I was trying to figure it out. All right. Austin Armstrong's here. So you got a guy that, and coach, he's, he, you know, Pete Goldie was what at Texas San Antonio or something. Was Austin like Armstrong here, here too? He was at Georgia at one point. Yeah. For a year. Yeah. Um, I don't think he was ever here. But, I didn't think so. Um, yeah. He was uh, with Georgia. Uh, he was at Louisiana Lafayette. Coach kind of likes to bring these guys, Joe, that and I won't say lower level, but it's not the power five level that have been. Those guys are hungry. They're appreciative of this opportunity, uh, and they'll work uh, really hard. Where sometimes you get a guy that's been, you know, I know people are talking about Cliff Kingsbury if, if, B.O.B. ended up leaving. Oh, These cool. guys that have been head coaches at the NFL level, are they really going? Is that really what you need here when you're trying to get this thing back going? Or don't you need? No. Or do you need some hung, some hungry people in here? Um, but you know the problem is you get the hungry young people. There'll be yes men to Nick Saban. Well, I don't know. What do you need? If you need, you need you, you're going to sort. You're going to sort through four quarterbacks. That's what you've got, and, uh, and uh, these four quarterbacks. Only of the four quarterbacks that we have, or they have, only one has been out in, in the limelight. The rest of them are behind the scenes signees, guy that didn't play very much, and the kid from Tennessee, and then of course, kid that did. So it's it's a kind of a hidden commodity that we really don't know. And somebody needs to come in that can can really help these guys and express, you know, an offensive. And, and people have to understand it's an offensive staff. It's a defensive staff. That those guys, all all of the people in the 
that are making $30,000 a year that are up at the offices come down to the defensive meeting, and all of them talk about what they're going to do defensively for a game or for the year. And it's the same way offensively. And yeah, you've got a leader. You've got somebody that's a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, but they all come down and they all express uh, their feelings and their opinions about uh, about personnel and who's good and who's bad, who needs to be moved and who needs to be brought in, and, and about alignment and those two factors. Yeah, uh, Joe, my computer is frozen, so I can't bring Tom into the show. Can you bring Tom in? Good morning, Tom. We had a bad connection I, when you were on last time. Sound like you were in a yeah. I, I was uh, I was out for my walk, and uh, you know how that goes. Yeah. I, yeah, I know how that goes. Oop! And the whole system just went down. <laughs> the whole system? No. What happened there? I don't know. The Coach whole, is still with us, yeah. right? Are we still on the radio? Yeah, we're still on the radio. All right. Uh, I don't know what that was all about. All the computers are, I don't know. Anyway. Why don't you just go on to break and we'll reset. All right, we'll take a break here, run back, reset, and then we'll finish up the show. We get you in 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama Sports and it's brought to you by Seaspire. Seaspire, Alabama's fastest internet for your business or home. Learn how to add gigabit Seaspire fiber to your roster at cspire.com slash AL Fiber. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama picked up a 40-point win against LSU in men's basketball on Saturday. Head coach St. Oates met with the media after the win. Challenged our guys before the game to, you know, make sure they were ready to go out of the gate. We needed to play harder than them. You know, I thought our rebounding start the game was outstanding at one point early in the game. The second chance points were 18 to three. So, you know, we obviously hit a lot of threes. We, we took a, we didn't even shoot that great, really. We took a, a lot of them, but a lot of them came on the old board. So, really, our defense in the first half, our offensive rebounding, a lot of effort stuff, that's where I was most happy with. That's what we, told our guys our focus is going to be on like the offense will take care of itself i'll have more in a moment saturdays in ceasefire country are sacred just ask the jackson family dad's watched every one of his alma mater's games but now that his daughter's graduated from her school she doesn't want to miss her team either luckily they've got fanatically fast ceasefire fiber that lets them both stream at the same time with bandwidth powerful enough to unite a house divided Welcome to Seaspire Country, where blazing fast is how we roll. Visit seaspire.com slash fiber for details. Join us tonight for Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, starting at 6 p.m. at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. We'll be visiting with Nate Oates along with women's basketball head coach Christy Curry. Hey Coach is available to listen to across the radio network, also the Varsity Network app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Seaspire. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring. Night below at 58. Tomorrow and Wednesday, cloudy and mild. Periods of rain are likely both days. Highs very close to 70. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Our games uh, tomorrow are not really exciting, I don't, I don't think. Uh, our four games we, we have, you know, we're playing, for all you guys that don't know this, we, we play, SEC plays Tuesday and Wednesday, and games on Saturday, of course. Ole Miss is in South Carolina. Ole Miss needs a, a win real bad. South Carolina's not good either, but except to win at Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee's at Mississippi State. Um, State. Uh, can't shoot it. Tennessee shoots it well at times. So Alabama's at Vanderbilt, which will be uh, interesting to see how things turn out there. And then uh, Georgia, who is uh, won a little bit more than than they won last year, done a little bit better. Uh, did did lose at Florida, but uh, beat Auburn at home. Had a couple of good wins and went over to Ole Miss and won. Will play be at Kentucky. The Alabama game tomorrow will be on the SEC Network, and it'll be at 7.30 our time. Um, so then we'll go on uh, with the other three games, which will be on Thursday. Oh, All excuse right. me, on Wednesday, pardon me. All right, let's get to the Alabama 1 hotline. We keep Tom calls in. He just shut down the whole system, uh, Joe. Well, let's get Tom back into the show. Good morning, Tom. You shut down the computers and the entire system. What are you doing over there this morning? I think y'all are tricking me because y'all don't want to hear it. No, we want to and, hear it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I was calling in. I, I was interested in a Tennessee-Kentucky game uh, this weekend. And, uh, uh, and and you know, Kentucky, when they got that shooter back and he he started making some shots, it changed everything for Kentucky. Uh, Coach said the other day, that, you know, as long as they're not making any shots, they weren't going to get any, any uh, on their audience. And by God, I can't hear. I can't hear. Uh, yeah, we did talk with Ben Roberts about Kentucky. And uh, he was talking about him making shots. Uh, but if you make shots, that, that makes up for a, <laughs> a lot of sins. Being able to jump up and make a shot. Yeah, it certainly does. And, and uh, you know, they, they, came, they came out. The game was won basically uh, because of the way they played defensively. Uh, they they played so darn hard and, you know, rebounded the ball. And Sheway was was, a, was involved in the game, no doubt about that. He, he played better, faced the basket, I thought, better um, than, than he. You know, Kentucky's not going to shoot a – a whole lot of threes, although they didn't shoot it very well either. I think they were five for sixteen, and um, uh, Tennessee was three for twenty-one. But um, you know, and it was it was that kind of game. It was a, it was down to the wire type of game. Big guy for for um, uh, Tennessee's. You know, got nineteen points inside. Got a good little jump hook in there that he makes some. But uh, Sheway got in the game. Reeves kid. Reese Kidd, who's a good shooter, uh, was four for ten, I think it was. He got a, he got uh, eighteen points, and Sheway got fifteen, where I think he got four against Alabama. So tight, close game. But you, I, I would say, if you wanted to determine who won the game, it was basically 
uh, the good job that def- that uh, Kentucky did playing hard, playing smart, uh, turned it over too much, but uh, they they overcame that and, and rebounded the ball well and, and hard-fought victory. All right, let's get to the uh, Alabama One hotline. Let's try Bryce this morning. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all doing this morning? Where are you? How about okay. you, Beth? Well, you know, if the if coach, my personal opinion, if he makes a change in, in offensive coordinators, I think he's got him there on his staff until he hires somebody and tells him anything different because he knows who the guy is and he's familiar with him. You know, he's sitting there as an analyst, you know, Derek Dooley. And the Dooleys and the Sabins have been friends for a long time. But I could be totally wrong, you know, if he does make a, a switch. So we can't really talk about it because Bill O'Brien's still an offensive coordinator right now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. What will this Alabama fan base do if he promotes Derek Dooley from analyst to offensive coordinator? Ain't nothing they well, can do. It, it ain't up to the fans. Uh, it's like I've told <laughs> before. Their minds. Well, if they don't like uh, what Coach does, they can go find another team to root for. There you go, Bryce. Tell them. Hey, and, but, uh, you know, Coach has is, is got uh, hands on the wall. That says he won't be. <laughs> Tell him, Bryce. <laughs> Tell him whatever Coach Saban decides, they just need to like it. You, know, you can go root for Auburn or whoever, Joe, if, if you don't like what he does. I don't root for nobody. Yeah, he does. You root for the Bears. Oh, well, if you root for the Bears, you will root for anybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, very uh, – I mean, the, the basketball team, they just get better and better. They just play phenomenal Saturday. I didn't get to watch it, but I went back and watched the replay yesterday. They were just lights out. And uh, as far as the game tonight, Dallas, the old man – can never count him out. I think he's going to get him. He's going to get him. He's playing at home. Yeah. It's yep. All the pressure. You know, he's, all, the he's pressure a lot of, all the pressure's on Dallas. So. Exactly. You know, uh, Jerry Jones will go crazy if, if he loses to Tom Brady again. He's, he's, used, never to his, him, so. he's used to getting his heart broken, so he can get it broken again. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's getting good at that. Yeah. Uh, anything else I missed other than that's very tragic what happened down there on the strip, that that's why I'm against the, the no permit gun law. I'm well, before, before we leave, we need to we, before you, we leave, you, all, yeah. all of our listeners need to think about the tragedy at uh, at Selma. Uh, so many of these people are living mm. in in the Selma gymnasium uh, with no place to go, homes completely wrecked, older people with their places completely one hundred percent wrecked, can't go in and find them find anything at, at all. It's a situation where we need to think about them as well. Yeah. Selma was uh, mm, just seeing the video up there in Selma. Uh, and all those people had it tough even to begin with. And that's a long road back to getting Boy, it sure is. Getting a things built, built back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's um, it's it's quite a shame there. Well, when you have nowhere to go, if you if you're if you're an older person and your kids are gone from you, moved away, and so forth, it's it is a real um, give some money myself to people there. It's just it's a tragic deal. Yeah. Um, so, uh, also, real quick, the AHSAA strikes again. Dad, Adam Mosley, great guy. 
really good baseball coach, goes and coaches for USA Baseball. One of his players, R.J. Hamilton, who will be a senior, has committed to Vanderbilt, plays on the team. Supposedly, coach had gotten permission, and they changed their mind. You cannot coach your own player during the summer. So they went with USA Baseball, won a gold medal. They have The AHSAA has suspended Coach Melody for the year for coaching his son. Not his son, I'm sorry, his teammate in USA Baseball. I mean, at some point, this, I mean, this guy, so he's taken him away from his team. It's an honor to play for USA Baseball. They did this to Davenport girl who took a little bit of money with USA Baseball, and they ruled her ineligible. So I know Brad Bohannon, Casey Dunn, all the baseball people have gone crazy over this situation. So hopefully they can get this changed. Uh, to suspend the guy because his player played on USA, and you were fortunate enough to be asked to coach, at USA Baseball, come on, AHA, come on. Now, maybe he should have known the rule. They say he asked permission, and then they, I don't know what happened on it, but uh, it would be a Tomorrow shame. we'll have Kevin Skrabinski and Doug Bell. All right, that will be tomorrow. Uh, we appreciate uh, Ryan Phillips uh, giving us the latest with the Tuscaloosa to patch on the Darius Miles situation. Uh, keep it locked in here. Anything that breaks. And we're talking about the facts now, not uh, rumors and opinions. Uh, then these guys will obviously will will break that. Coach Oates will meet with the media today at twelve thirty. It's not about that; it's about the game. But obviously, he'll have to address it. I would think in some in some way. And uh, Darius Miles now has a lawyer, and he is claiming his innocence there. So we'll see what happens there. www.alabama1.org. Uh, give them a call for all your products and services. Uh, if you're looking for the uh, mortgage, the credit card, the car loan, they'll take great care. You also first in Maine condos, a three bedroom, three and a half bath, washer and dryer included, all granite countertops. The best part is the location right in the historic district of downtown Norport. You're close to downtown Tuscaloosa, five minutes to Bryant Denny Stadium. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room. Get one month free, free rent. 205 647 You're listening to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.